0: Me and
1: my friend, take Frat trap Yo, 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 Mike Chet, one, two, episode, is this 230? 230. Episode 230. 230. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of goddamn episodes, serious rap shit podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. And yeah, we about to get it in real quick. What's going on, Josh?
0: Nothing big, man. Been slow motion. Um, got my daughter from school the other day for like Christmas break or whatever. Oh nice. Um, yeah, she came home the other day. Um, she got a concussion over the weekend. <gasps> what? How? Dog. Uh, she, so, like, in her dorm, their beds are like elevated, they're kind of like bunk beds, but there's just nothing underneath of them, there's like storage underneath, yeah, and um, she was like doing something with her phone, and her phone dropped under the bed, and she went to go get it, and like she didn't clear the bed oh, and shit. like lift her head up and like crack the shit out of it, Ooh, um. Fuck. She's like, you know, I didn't know how bad it was, obviously, and neither her mom. So, like, when she told us, we're like, okay, well, like, I told her, like, put some ice on it, like, get yourself some Tylenol, take some Tylenol, like, you probably just clocked the shit out of your head. And, like, a day later, it was still really hurting, and so she went to the hospital, and they were like, yeah, you have a concussion.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so she's still dealing with some headaches and shit like that, but she's cool, um... You know, she's she just got some, like, headaches And, like, the bright light, like, bothers her And shit yeah, um, yeah, So she's been dealing with that And then, like, the next day, like, my other daughter Sprained her fucking ankle at school
1: Oh my
0: and, god Yeah, like, if it ain't wow. one thing It's another, dog Like, they just be hurting hurting themselves every other day um, They're good I um, uh, just talked to my son earlier today Like, he's going Him and his homie going Monday to go get like, start this job at, like, a forklift company or some shit like that, so they can get, like, forklift certified. I was like, yo, man, there's good money in that. Like, you know, they pay forklift operators decent money and shit, and, like, it's something you could take wherever, like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, do it anywhere,
0: yeah. Yeah, like, you could do that job in a million different places and shit like that. So, yeah, man, like, they doing good. Moms had surgery, um, yesterday. Yeah, she had surgery yesterday, had her eye had surgery on her eye and shit um
1: how's she doing
0: she good man she's good like she's she's kind of anxious and like yeah you know what i mean and, and, and like you know she's like oh you know she had her other eye done a couple months ago um mm-hmm. and she uh So, like, you think, like, you'd be like, oh, I know what's going to happen, like, blah, 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 but then she's just like, she woke up this morning and was just like, I had to take her to the doctor's this morning, and she's like, oh, my, I can't, uh... She's like, it's still blurry. I'm like, it was a blurry the day after last time. I was like, you had your mm-hmm. eye. And she was like, well, she went to the doctors. I picked her up. And she's like, well, there's like some swelling in the cornea. And I was like, mom, it was operated on yesterday. Like, what did you expect? Yeah. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's your I fucking would literally, eye. I would literally be the same. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: I would be the exact same way. Like, like yo, this shit, I don't know what they did, but <laughs> like, I can't yeah. see. It's blurry. I would be the and, same. I'm I'm very uh, precious about my eyes. I yeah, a dog.
0: I, I won't put like I won't put um, I wouldn't put like uh, would it uh, contacts in or none of that shit. Like I would never be able to do yeah. any of that shit. Like yeah, you couldn't get contacts. that close to my eye. Yeah. So, no. No way. I um yeah I feel her. Like I I'm I'm nervous about that shit, dude. I'm bad with like when they do the uh. You ever go get your eyes checked in and right like, there? Like, oh, we want to do the, uh, I think it's a cataract test where they like blow air into your eye and shit.
1: Yeah, I've had that done
0: before. I dog, I fucking shut my eye every time. They'll be like, they'll sit mm-hmm. me in the thing. It's got the like the thing that holds your chin, and they're mm-hmm. like, okay, keep it open because we're getting ready to blow. And I'll be like, okay, <laughs> and close my fucking you eye. Like, my, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got like, to. They're like, well, catch, we can if you can. Yeah, they're like we can't do and I had to do it like four or five times. I'm like I can't. I'm sorry. Like it's just natural reaction that like you're getting ready to shoot something in my eye, so I'm closing my eye. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're yeah, asking me to beat evolution right now. I can't do that. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I was designed <clears throat> yeah. Danger something's coming <clears> to <throat> my eye, close them. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly.
1: i was designed this way.
0: <clears throat> yeah, man, like I uh I can't help it man like that's just you know nature made me evolve that way yeah
1: some people are weird like with uh, the eye drops too I'm like, bad with those dog yeah. whenever Melissa needs eye drops I have to do it I have to like hold her and do it Um, I'm not like that I can I can pour water and shit like liquid in my eye all day but yeah like you know anything like other than that Mm-hmm. Nah, nothing goes in my eye. Like my brother, shout out to my brother. Uh, years ago, he was welding and got a piece of metal, like in his eye. I couldn't oh. fucking believe that. Yo, no. I I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. No. I would have fell out and died. <laughs> I'd be mean, all right, this the end of me. <laughs> Let me go. Yeah. A, just lay down and die. Like throw some dirt over my body, cause there's no way a piece of metal in my eye.
0: Nah, uh. Uh-uh. Bro. No I'm bad with shit like that Because I'm also bad Like man when they did the The third surgery And they were like Okay we're gonna have to have a drain on you mm-hmm. Where like blood would like drain out of my body And like, oh, like shit would drain out of the, the wound or whatever First of all I'm I'm not good with any of that shit Not good with medical shit I close, I love the show house. I closed my eyes anytime they did like any kind of <laughs> operating shit. Not good yeah. with any of that. Yeah. So the idea of having a tube outside of me that was like draining fluids into a, uh, a thing that I can see and shit fuck was fucking me up. Then they're like, Oh, and then we got to run a tube. We got to run a, 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 thing in your arm all the way across your chest into your heart and all that kind of like dog. And then like there, there was like a tube that was hanging out of me for that. Um, all that shit, like, just the idea of it was just, like, really fucking with me, man, because I'm not good with any of that shit, Damn. and, like, to think about something with my eye, like, my mom was saying, Uh, they basically, they put, when they do the surgery, you can't go to sleep, you have to be awake. Ooh. Now, they, they drug you, you know what I yeah. mean, and, and, like, you're out of it, but, like, you can't be asleep because they need your eye open. Right, right. And she said they basically use the machine they use in Clockwork Orange, where, like, they Ah, hold your eye open like that. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I mean, it makes (laughs) sense because, like, they don't want you blinking in the middle of surgery and shit where you're just like, I'll hold it open, don't worry about it. (laughs) And, like, you know, (laughs) your eye just, like... Blinking
1: (laughs) like like a (laughs) motherfucker.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And she was like, no, they, like, use that machine and, like, hold your eye open. (sighs) Ah, dog. And I was... I was like, I don't know if I could relax. Like, I, you'd have to drug the shit out of me because there's yeah, just no way I'd relax.
1: How do you re- relax and chill, dog? I I hate that. Sorry for y'all for listening to this, but fuck it. Like, we we in the <laughs> we in the midst of the conversation. Y'all <clears throat> niggas listen to fucking true crime and all kinds. Yeah, of shit yeah, exactly. All that fucked up shit. So you could sit through this. Uh, years ago, when I had a sty on my eye I remember that and it was like a persistent joint <laughs> like it mm-hmm. would go away the one that experience taught me that I'm a vain person because I feel you. when I when I say I was in the crib like Quasimodo in the clock tower <laughs> like I wasn't going nowhere like niggas would be like "Yo, man I'm DJing mm-hmm. fucking around the corner from your house I'm like no get away from me <laughs> <laughs> Because that shit, it was just like, and literally all it is is just your eyelids a little swollen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that shit, it was like sitting on my eye and it wouldn't go away. A sty usually is like a week or two mm-hmm. or some shit, and then it goes away. Like, your eye is big and puffy and then it goes away. This shit was like months, dog. It would not go. So you know, I went to the eye doctor and they were like, we gotta do a procedure on this joint.
0: Uh.
1: When I say they were squeezing this shit out of my eye and uh. it felt like like they were like like a melon baller. like They, cause, so they allegedly numbed my eye. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking cap cause I felt that whole shit. Fam, when I say I was screaming and cursing, and during that fucking uh, procedure, I felt like when uh, when they made Deadpool in the Deadpool, mm-hmm. like when they, when they were like torturing him, he's just like, yeah. rrr, rrr, <laughs> 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 like screaming and shit. That shit was horrible, dog. And it felt like it felt like they had like a melon baller or like an ice cream scooper mm-hmm. in my eyeball oh, for, God, for forty bro. minutes and it was nah. <laughs> it was horrible it was oh, it was God. awful it was fucking awful and you know they did it and i had to uh go home I, I i feel like maybe melissa met me at the hospital and and like took me home i can't remember but i remember like I came out and had like the wild like patch like bandages over half of my face. <laughs> that shit was ridiculous. But you know, it it's I needed it done as squeamish as I am about my eyes, I needed that shit done. Yeah, that style yeah. wasn't going nowhere. And it was like it was like fucking with my uh my social life and shit. I was like, I can't come out the crib because my shit yeah. is looking crazy. I I was in a movie when that when i had that stuff
0: <laughs> oh we do enlisted that john no or that this, was the other one that was the other one right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was a documentary um mm-hmm. somebody had hit me
1: up and they were like yo uh would you speak like do like a talking head interview for this documentary you know we want you to talk about kamei and uh rashida mm-hmm. um more mother uh and uh black quantum futurism and I was like, Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> they popped up to my crib like once it rolled around the date to shoot and they set up all these lights and shit in my living room. And I've never seen the film but like my eye was looking breezy like <laughs> that day I remember. So, you know, if you see a movie and it looked like a nigga like punched me in my face, no, no nigga punched me in my face. I just had a random stye that wouldn't go away.
0: Dog, I'm not good with just seeing the tools. Like, at the dentist, I don't like to see the tools. I don't want to... Yeah. I Like, all that shit freaks me the fuck out, man. When they did... When I had the nose surgery a couple years ago, two years ago now... Um mm. I was awake going into the surgery, like the the OR room, the Ooh. OR. Wow! And uh, like had to like squirt, like you know, like squeeze across to the app, op- the t- actual table and shit from the gurney, mm-hmm. and I could see like all the tools on the side. There's like these cutting tools and all that. Sh- Bro, you talk about, like, spiking my heart rate, yo. My yeah, shit was, yeah, like, yeah. boom, boom. Uh-huh. I was freaking the fuck out. And I was, I was like, gripping the t- And then the, the nurse was, like, are you okay? I was, like, yeah, like, seeing all the tools and stuff. And then, they're, like, they put the paper over my face with just the – She was, like, don't uh-huh. worry. You're going to be asleep in a second. You're not going to remember any of this. And she put – next thing I know, I was out. But yeah. just seeing the tools, like, started to freak me the fuck out, yo. Like, yeah. really bad. Jesus, yeah. that's. I, I hate the idea
1: of surgery, and I don't like the idea of being knocked out either. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. Yeah, no. see, <laughs> I think I had, I think with, like, all... Because they put me to sleep for the uh, injections into my back originally, and then with like the surgeries, obviously I was out and shit like that. I think at this point I'm just so fucking used to it. I'm kind of okay with it. Where I'm just right. like, yeah, just put me out, man. I don't give right. a fuck. Like, yeah, I,
1: I had one experience where uh, I was kind of out of it during the procedure. I broke my arm when I was like twelve. Mm-hmm. 11 or 12, my man Omar shout out to Omar uh, me and him were like wrestling in the yeah. crib and Omar threw like a love seat on my back <laughs> Like was, we was really on some, like, some Hogan Ultimate Warrior mm-hmm. shit he threw uh, he was like a big kid he threw a love seat on my back and I'm like hulking out trying to like get up but he had jumped onto my bed and then jumped off the top rope and this mm-hmm. shit I I happen to be, you know, in like a push up form, like trying to get this chair off of my back when he came down on me with his whole weight and snapped my wrist. Yeah, all
0: yeah, all I'm thinking about is like all you hear is like crack. <laughs>
1: <Yeah, my> <laughs> and it's crazy for folks who don't listen who've never or folks who are listening who have never broken a bone, it felt like somebody threw my arm in ice and then lit it on fire. Mm-hmm. Like my whole arm was like, that shit felt crazy as hell. And when we got to the hospital, we went to Einstein. And when we got to the hospital, they gave me morphine, and I was fucking out
0: of it. Like, bro, <laughs> I
1: was fucking out of it.
0: I I can't lie. And you know how like motherfuckers be like, yo, man, I was chasing the dragon. Like when they get high <laughs> for the first time, when they. When I had went back after the first surgery, a week, but almost less, it was like less than a week. I I had started, I had uh, the spinal fluid leak and shit, and like Mm -hmm. that night, I was like really going through it. it. It's some of the worst, like anybody. Like, as soon as I tell any doctor or anything, like, I had a spinal fluid leak, they were like, those headaches are bad, right? And I was like, yeah. Because, it, like, it makes your head, like, the pressure in your head feel like it's going to explode. And I was, like, laying there, was going through it. I eventually had to go back to the hospital because I couldn't take the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and my surgeon had suggested, like, uh, caffeine. Like, fill yourself with caffeine because caffeine helps with headaches. Yeah. And... um. So I was drinking like coffee, soda, anything that had caffeine in it, just to like pump myself. So on top of like being in excruciating pain, I couldn't sleep, and yeah. so like I-, I was so on edge and so ang- like so full of anxiety and everything like that. So when I went to the hospital, they were like, "Yo, we're gonna give you adivan, which is for like the uh, the <laughs> the anxiety," and we uh-huh. and they gave me uh, um, Demerol for the fucking uh, pain. Jesus, yeah. Bro, like, no bullshit. I was curled up in, like, the Uber there. I was, like, curled up in a ball crying. I got into the ER, and yeah. when they sat down, I they were like, what's happening? And I was, like, crying. That's how bad mm-hmm. the pain was. Jesus. And so when they got and they gave me a fucking uh, Demerol, dog. I, like, as soon as that shit hit my, hit my vein, dog, I, all of a sudden it was just, like, everything. Like, my oh, legs were shaking fuck. so excited. All of it stopped. I just was like yeah. dog, I saw like the un- like uh the universe like in the corner of like the the hospital room like oh, I could see stars shit. and like a fucking like the 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 emergence of a star in the corner like bro, it felt like yo the greatest feeling in the world and I was like oh man, you gave me that uh the the Ativan for the, the 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 anxiety. He was like, no, that's just the pain meds, man. Now is your Ativan, yeah. dog. That so relaxed feeling. I'll never mm-hmm. probably feel that feeling again. But it was the it, that was chasing the dragon, dog. I legit dog. was like, I need this feeling again.
1: Right, I was, Ativan. Ativan is the shit, dog. Yes, like, yeah. I ain't yeah, even gonna great. lie. We not you know say no to drugs, kids. We yeah, say no to drugs. Man, niggas need to be niggas trying to make money. Niggas need to be having like Advan packs <laughs> out on the street. When I uh was in um Good Shepherd doing mm-hmm. like hospitalized rehab uh in 2018, I um was having like a lot of anxiety around uh doing uh MRIs.
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 Because they were doing so many of them and, and you were they were doing your head, so that means like mm-hmm. like i when I get my back one when I've got my back ones done, I'm able to be out of the machine and just mm-hmm. have like my bottom like like my like pretty much from like my stomach down, so it's not half as bad as when you're yeah. stuck in there, your arms are stuck and you cannot move through That's so mm-hmm. fucking anxiety inducing yeah they were literally like
1: strapping my head in mm-hmm and mm-hmm. loading me in that joint, and I was like, yo, y'all have to give me something to, like, chill me out. They started giving me the Ativan. Nah, that shit... <laughs> <laughs> that shit be, float. that you shit be floating. You floating, That shit felt so bro. good. Nah, that shit felt so good. My insides felt like pink bubblegum, like my mm-hmm. spirit. And at one point, I was fucking with Liz, because uh, I still do it from time to time. You know the commercials, uh, like, Zach! like the, the yeah. food commercial yeah. like they would be wheeling me back to my room like in a wheelchair and I would just be like, I like, <laughs> that shit. like man I need something of add like that shit dog, that shit make you feel beautiful it makes yeah. it yeah it makes like the whole it's fucked up I feel like I'm advertising this shit but yeah it makes like the whole world feel like mad soft and like yeah. relaxed you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That
0: shit, yeah. That shit's that shit is the shit. Dog, I legit wonder. Like, sometimes I'm just like, oh, that feeling I get, like, even just on a on a zen, on a xanny, just for my own anxiety, not for like, oh, I'm popping xannies to get Yeah. But just like. I'm like, oh, is this how people feel that don't have anxiety? Like, where like every minute <laughs> just isn't, a, isn't like a clutch fist ride through life? Cause that's how I, that's how like I meet, that's how I exist daily is pretty much like clutch fist all the time. And I'm just like, oh, it's like, do people exist not this way? Like, is this how people can like walk through life? Right. And, it's a legit feeling like dude you get like when you get that and you're just like oh like the world isn't a fucking hellscape for five minutes and shit mm-hmm. like it, dude it's a it's a real feeling and like yeah that Adivan and like dog I swear to god when he hit me with that Demerol I was just like I legit almost leaned over like Do you see the universe in a corner? Because I fucking see the universe (laughs) in a (laughs) corner. I picture you,
1: like, mellowing out and, like, just Gil Scott Heron playing in the background. (laughs) A jokey walking in the twilight.
0: Bro, that's exactly I I, I was legit, like, oh, I can see why people chase the dragon, bro, Mm because, like, if that's the feeling you get on something, like, yeah, I can see how that feels. Because, like, I've been on painkillers and like where they just tear my stomach up and shit like that. Like that's right. a terrible feeling. I would never want that feeling. But like that straight main vein feeling where you just like whoo and everything flushes, I could be like, I can understand it now, yeah. Listen. Shit. Um, but I think we should uh hop to our topic for the week. And <laughs> do we just like promoted uh <laughs> out of air use but no okay, seriously just, just say no just say just no just say no. no um I do want to bring this up I, I saw this recently um on okay player actually and um uh Lupe Fiasco uh, we might have mentioned this before like he's teaching a class on like uh hip hop theory and practice I think it's the course is called yeah. um uh and he was talking about how like you know I it, it, he was talking about like his course more than anything but like for me it made me think about um like hip hop gets a bad rap I think in a lot of times of like oh you know so much of it is you know drugs and hoes and blah, blah 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 that kind of shit a, a lot of that's
1: and
0: kind of shit yeah out of it per- <laughs> Molly Percocet like you know what I mean <laughs> Uh but it made me think about all this shit that hip hop has taught me over the years. And not necessarily like, oh, you know, nature the threat is my syllabus for my history learning. But the ideas that like these things put in us and made us expand and in and, and like look further into. Yeah. Core values, all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, hip-hop was my introduction to the 5 percenter religion, you know what I mean? But then that made me explore deeper into just the idea, like, hip-hop made me explore religion in so many ways, Um, and, like, spirituality, and those kind of things. History, obviously, like, you know what I mean? Wanting to learn more about history, wanting to know more about history that we weren't taught um right you know it it makes you like i i can't i can't even like put into like simple terms all the shit that like hip-hop has like like pushed me to go learn more like learning all about the panthers and all that kind of shit was like shit that i got from hip-hop right right yeah i mean
1: public enemy um Mm hmm you know, follow uh, a You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, who, oh, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, what, what's that about? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's kind of baked into, um, especially rap music, but you know all the different, uh, elements of of the culture. Knowledge is is baked into that shit, like the pursuit mm-hmm. of knowledge. Um, I I did see a clip of Lupe uh teaching. And he was talking about, um, I guess, like, uh, how to approach rap music from, like, a technical standpoint. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, a lot of cats get on the mic, but they don't really know what they're doing. They're just, like, doing shit. You know what I mean? And I think that um, we, we're we seeing uh, a kind of formalizing of uh, hip-hop culture hip hop cultural expression through education Mm -hmm. and it's similar for better and for worse is similar to what happened with jazz you know what i'm saying you know where uh the the techniques have always been uh transferable um but they're becoming like academically formalized Mm-hmm. You know what i'm saying and and take that how you will there's there's gonna that shit's gonna be problematic in some ways, yes, and it's absolutely gonna be, it's gonna help a lot of people in other ways, you know what I'm saying. You see you know anybody can go on YouTube and find tutorials on how to make beats. Mm-hmm. you literally had to have somebody teach you that shit, yes, back yeah, yeah. in the day, you wouldn't have there's some people who were you know just brilliant who figured it out on their own. Most people had to learn that skill had to be directly transferred from a teacher or a mentor. Rhyming generally happened uh like learning, you you generally did it in a community, like battling mm-hmm. other people, ciphering with other people. But now we're seeing where uh we're arriving or have arrived to a point where um the teaching of these skills is going to be formalized in the academy. Yeah. So take that with how you want to take it, but um yeah, I thought it was I thought it was interesting and uh <laughs> Lupe Lupe's funny to me cuz he um that like MC shit in him mm-hmm. don't ever really leave. So he's like talking but he's also like, yeah, you know, a lot of these cats don't well, you even know what they're doing. You know what I mean? It had like a little like, yeah. fuck out of here. You know what I mean? In it. Um, so yeah, I would be curious to, to what uh, a theoretical course on rap would even look like. You know, yeah, I me too. There's certain things like you know counting bars and like. Formal structure of like putting shit together, you know that i'm I'm assuming is gonna be in something like this, but i'm I'm curious to see what it would look like as a whole,
0: yeah, me too definitely um <clears throat> yeah, I would love to see because there's different ways you could look at it in theory, right, like you know whether it's just like construction of verses or like what goes into theory as far as like, you know, what are you reading to then? Cause like, I I think like you have to be decently versed in English to even like write decent rhyme. Like, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a whole aspect of like, and I think we're seeing that more and more in like MCs, like Nas and thought as they've gotten older, read way more, just better, just prof- more proficient with, like, the English language, period. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um <clears throat> And how, like, construction works there versus, like, you know, someone who's, you know, 18 and, like, their world is smaller. Like, there's so much to that shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You, you you even look at, like, Nas in, like, from, from Illmatic to It Was Written, just how much his world had expanded, his vocabulary expanded, his topics expanded, like things changed. And so I I look at that and I think like, that's why I think like it's even hard. The idea is like what Lupe's teaching now will change perspective. But that person who learns it, perspective will change on what they learned as they get older, just knowing more about the world. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, you can get, you know, a formal education in, like, the art of rhyming. But, Mm -hmm. you know, writing comes from life experience. Yes, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? so, you know, life kicking the shit out of you, but also life bringing you great joy. I don't want to make it just, like, a negative thing. Life kicking the shit out of you, but also bringing you joys and wins and losses and shit. That's what's going to inform your artwork. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what's going to inform what you write and what comes out of your heart and out of your mind. Even more so than the technical things that you may learn. Technique is, is a wonderful thing when it's in service of a message. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of cats as we, you know, talking about rhyming. We got a lot of cats that are brilliant technicians. You got to talk about something.
0: Yes, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm
1: saying? And I'm not saying that uh, one excludes the other, but I think that sometimes people forget in the pursuit of technical virtuosity, I think that a lot of people forget like rhyming is about the heart and it's about what's going Mm -hmm. on in the world and what's going on in your internal world. That's the shit people want to hear you kick. You know what I mean? Not just a bunch of like, not just, Oh, I can connect couplets for an entire 16. Mm -hmm. And that makes me nice. Or I can rhyme like, uh, you know, I don't know, like 16th note patterns real fast. And that makes me nice the technique is supposed to serve the message, in my yeah. opinion. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers might disagree, but in my opinion, the technique's supposed to serve uh, the message. So I'm, I'm also curious, when we start teaching younger people formal techniques of rhyming and how to ref- refine those formal techniques, I'm curious, like, what kind of message work are we talking about? You know what I mean? What kind of... How are we teaching people to you know, really talk about what's going on in the world. That's what I'm interested in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's that's a huge thing because there is a very um it's a reason why somebody like Pac resonates with people so much more than somebody who's a million times better technician than him as an MC.
1: Yeah. People say Pac can't rhyme. Yeah. Like Pac is MCN. Yes.
0: Yeah. For yeah. real,
1: for like the heart of this shit being able to move people, mm-hmm. he's he's he he embodied that shit. Whether or not you like his persona or like or thought, you know, oh, this nigga don't got no punchlines or no shit like that. The core of this shit, moving people with words in your voice, he embodied that shit. I see my mother yeah. say he can't he can't rhyme. Like that's that's crazy to me, and I'm not even you know me and you yeah. knew me. When Pac was walking the world, yes, me and you absolutely. was friends. Yeah. You know I ain't no like uh was never Giant even Pac stand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pac stand. That motherfucker moved people. People get yeah. his words tattooed on their body. That's yeah. the, the, the embodiment of this shit. You know yeah, what dog. I
0: mean to me. Um Holla if you hear Oh, you know, I was listening to the uh the J period the um uh, that The joint we talked about last week um, I was listening to that and, You know there's, there's volume 1 and volume 2 And Holla mm-hmm. If You Hear Me is on there And I was like Man Pac was like All this shit still relevant and resonates And there's just so much energy behind it <clears throat> There's an aspect of like You know you can be technical You know super lyrical Miracle spiritual Like that shit can exist, but, like, if there's not an emotion behind it, if there's not a, a resonance behind it, then there's just, for me, a lot of that shit falls short.
1: Yeah, that shit's just like, you know, when you see these guys
0: that uh, can
1: play guitar real mm-hmm. crazy and they run mm-hmm. up and down the fretboard,
0: can
1: do that shit, you know, that shit's ill, you know what I mean? I'm not fronting on that shit, and it, it requires a lot. But yeah, I want to. I want a motherfucker that that say some shit that mm-hmm. makes me makes me feel something, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think we should uh drop into some new music. Did you listen to anything new this week?
1: Yeah, yo, I've been fucking with uh Black Thought and Siun Kuti, who's Fela Kuti's son, uh. They have a little EP, like a, a short uh EP mm-hmm. uh called African Dreams. And it's it's basically like uh a cat named DJ Molotov took uh some Sion Kuti songs and like, you know, remixed them and flipped them and and Black Thought is rhyming on them mm-hmm. and it's you know it's it's released as a collaboration between uh the two of them this shit is crazy. It's hard body. And it made me, I said it on Facebook uh, yesterday. I was like, yo, now I want y'all to make a whole tape. You know what I mean? Black Thought, and Cootie, Kuti. Um, the song that they did on Common's album together, It was like the three of them, yeah. When We Move, that was really one of the best records of uh, 2021. Like one of the mm-hmm. best songs of the year. Like that shit is crazy. And I think that, There's something about uh, Black Thought's, like, approach. You know, certain MCs sound good over anything, really. You know what I'm saying? It's something about uh, when he gets in this bag, when he's in this, like, that, uh, I don't want to say Fela, but, like, that family. Mm -hmm. You know, that when he's in, like, that musical world, he he shines on that shit. Because that Common record is crazy. And the records on here are absolutely crazy. Like, he's smoking this shit. And uh, this cat, Molotov, the way he's flipping these songs and uh, just the sound of that shit. Like, this shit sounds like the diaspora. It sounds Mm -hmm. crazy african it's, yeah, it's one of them ones. Like, I I played this shit in the crib and one of them big wicker chairs. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? The Huey, the Huey Newton joints, yeah. like, appeared in my living room. You know what I'm saying? This shit is, like, it's, like, black as hell. It make you want to plant, like, a RBG flag on your fucking front <laughs> lawn. This shit is, is, is crazy. And, like, Black Thought, of course, is, like, styling on this shit. Sion mm-hmm. Kuti is L, super L. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, this shit uh is fire and it's one of the um uh, one of those like end of the year sleepers. You know yeah. what I mean? It's 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 three songs. So I wonder if they if for real for real, if they would have dropped this as a full album sounding like this and earlier in the year, this shit would be up there. Yeah. As as far as like the best records uh, of yeah, the year. Yeah, best
0: records of the year. You
1: know what Yeah,
0: I'm I I saw you. T- post about this um, and my plan is to check this out and that SZA record out today. Like I just didn't have time yet to check both of them out.
1: SZA been playing in the crib.
0: (laughs) Since (laughs) 12.01 last night. Since since midnight. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) I knew that.
1: It's dope. Her record um, some of it reminds me of the last one but Mm -hmm. some of it is on some like real uh, how do I want to say like you remember like Y100, like the alt rock mm-hmm. station, yeah, yeah. Philly Philly alt rock station in the 90s? A lot of shit is like on that type top. Oh, wow. Really? You know what I mean? Like she straight up has songs that kind of remind me of, um what the fuck is that band? Uh, nah. Throwing Muses. That's the band throwing. Okay, throwing music. That's the band I was thinking of. Dude, she has a song that sound like the. It got to the chorus and like the like the guitars came mm-hmm. in. I was like, I was like, are we in like? Is this like eighth grade? Like you know, what I'm saying like Y one hundred type shit. But yeah,
0: yeah. definitely like awesome like alt rock vibes for this. Right, I'm, def- I'm interested. To check that out. Um, I did check out uh, a record from um Snotty Nose Rez Kids. Um, called "I'm Good." How about you or HBU? Um, but uh, it's really good, man. Um, they mm. kind of remind me of a they. They're they have they're real high energy. A lot of it's like um call and response. Uh, especially like the hooks are very call and response. Uh, it made me think like, oh man, I want to see them live because I, I bet their live show is like dope because of how like high energy they are kind of reminds me of like busted in the sense of like the high energy, but like, they it's two of them. So like kind of reminds me of like a, a more lyrically advanced yin yang twins. Mm, yeah. Very much yeah. like that energy. You know what I mean? And, um, and very calm response Like a lot of Ying Yang twins shit was But like These dudes are better Lyrically And obviously There's a lot of like References to like Indigenous shit on there Like Leonard Peltier Like shit like Russell Means What am mm. I Like uh, where white men fear to tread is a book that like changed my life. It's one of the books I, I reference all the time. And yeah. um, that's Russell means book. And so like a lot of that kind of shit. And like, so it, but it's really dope. I think people should check that joint out. Snotty knows rise Kids. kids. Um, how I'm good. How about you? Uh, I it's, it's short too. It's like, it's, it's uh, eight, listed as eight songs but there's an intro and an outro that are like just mm. you know what I mean that are interludes essentially so it was like six tracks on there which you know is perfect for me
1: <laughs> um right. get in and get out
0: yes uh but yeah i think people should check that joint out um and besides that i think we can start rapping uh <clears throat> You can find us and keep up with the podcast at Serious Rap Shit on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can keep up with John on, at John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. You can keep up with me at Indie underscore uh, SRS I N D I underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can find us at Serious Rap Shit Vivo if you put that in your search bar search bar on YouTube. You can find videos um, up there. We have exclusive shit that's up there. Um, Trailer reviews. We're going to pop in and do some new trailer reviews very soon. Um, And there's always stuff going up there. Make sure you like and subscribe. We have the merch at uh, SeriousRapShit.com. You can get all our merch there. Um, Besides that, we'll be back again soon. Peace. Peace. My friend, Piggy Sprat, Cheek,